Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. Joining me, the big homie, Mark Sanger, and the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski. Uh, we have TLC this weekend. Not much positive to talk about Raw and SmackDown lately. We will get into it. But first, I'd like to start off on a very positive note. The All Elite Wrestling World Champion, Kenny Omega, has been back and forth between AW and Impact Wrestling, which has been very, very cool. How, what do you guys think? Absolutely. This has been, you know, fantastic. I mean, it's not something you get to see too very often, I guess. Like, I'm still new to this whole, like, I guess, indie scene. So, and what I've been picking up, like, this, I mean, cross promotions happen here and there, but not like with Impact and AEW and New Japan, you know, but that's where, like, the rumors are going around now. You know, you hear that, you know, John Moxley lost the title because he's going to go over to New Japan and uh, defend the, what is it, he heals the United States title over there or something? The IWGP US title, yep. So, you heard that still going on. I li- I'm liking this cross promotions thing. And Matt, you alluded to it just before we were talking about it. And I actually like this comparison you made that he's like Thanos. He's trying to collect everything. I actually like that. Yeah, he's the old, he's the AEW champion. Him and Don Callis have been talking sweet about Impact World Champ uh, Rich Swan, former WWE Cruiserweight Champ. So, and then and last night at the end of Impact, they they make the match for their next pay per view, which is. Not for a little bit, because they just had a pay-per-view this weekend, but it's the re- Bullet Club reunion, Kenny Omega, Luke Gallo, or Doc Gallows, rather, and Carl's, Carl Anderson versus Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns. That right away, just Kenny Omega wrestling on Impact is cool. Um, and, you know, people spring up, well, oh, it's Impact. It doesn't mean anything. It hasn't meant anything in 15 years. What's the big deal? It's something new. The fact that they're jumping between different promotions, and that's, I mean, that's not new, but the, the thing that puts it over the top is that AEW isn't an indie. It's on national television every single week. So the fact that they're jumping back and forth, and now Impact's last two shows of the year are like best of shows. So they don't have another Impact taping rest of the year so you got to think maybe rich swan or the motor city machine guns jump over to dynamite for a show the next couple weeks it's exciting because you don't know what to expect exactly you know i mean yeah i get it's not that appetizing watching you know kenny omega go against rich swan i mean you want to see him wrestle i guess someone a little more credible i guess you can say with the title but it's, but like you said, it's interesting that we it's different. We've never seen this before. We haven't experienced this as pro wrestling fans, really, where you, ju- where you jump across two big promotions. That is AEW. What AEW has built itself into a big promotion over the past year. And Impact has been around since forever. So the fact that they're crossing and meeting with each other is fantastic. 
and it opens the door for possible and you know i'm not saying uh wwe promote uh wwe cross promotion but it opens the door for other companies to do to do work with each other outside of the big band wwe which is how it's being portrayed and claim i gotta step back i think kenny omega versus rich swan is really cool i mean i've always rich swan, but i felt like you know if you're gonna do this for the first time you want like a more like marquee name i guess no, I, I i don't disagree but he he just happens to be the current world champion he's sick though he's very very good absolutely love him loved him when he was in wwe i liked him on 205 for sure uh he's is he a draw that remains to be seen. I would have to lean towards no, but yeah. the match will be exciting. Is he their uh, biggest guy? Like he's the champion. Is he like their top dog on TNA? They have a couple of bigger names. Let me see who's on there. Right? I'm trying as singles act. I mean, Gals and Anderson in the tag division. Motor City Motor City Machine Guns are probably the biggest name in the names of the company. Um, Moose is the TNA world champion, which is not an active championship he like found it or something but yeah, that's literally the story so he's defending it as if it's a real thing um okay tjp <laughs> actually just won the x division title Ooh, i love that. oh um, I like it. but he won it as manic who's like a masked guy he used to be named suicide oh that's back that came the other night so over the weekend, there were three pay-per-views running live. There was Final Resolution was Impact's show, Triple Mania in Triple uh, A in Mexico, and then the G1, or it wasn't the G1, it was the best of the Super Juniors, I think. It was one or the other um, in Japan. And TJP said, oh, you know, I'm not going to be... I, he, it's funny, I saw it on Instagram earlier in the day. Says, oh, saw so good luck to all my Impact's guys you know i'm not going to be on the show tonight i'm representing impact in the in the super juniors and then he won the title because he was wrestling as tjp and impact and then he won the x division title as manic so he ended up showing up yeah um the roster in front of me the only like real names that like oh like i've heard of that guy are brian myers aka kurt hawkins eric young heath slater uh where was it rhino is there too but you're also See, like, if I looked at it, I would probably pick out an extra 10 guys to be like, oh, I know that guy. But I feel like you looking at it is more so the common fan for Impact Wrestling, I'd say. I've heard heard of Sammy Callahan before. I heard of Suicide. Sammy Callahan's their top guy. Yeah, I've heard of him before, obviously. You know, uh, familiar names, Tanila Dashwood, uh, (laughs) Diana Peraza, obviously. He's the champ. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've heard of some of these guys, but you know, for the most part, it's like, it's other guys I just never really heard of. Yeah, um, Sammy Callahan, formerly known as Solomon Crow for a few months in NXT way back when, he's the big name. The money match is Callahan versus John Moxley. Mm-hmm. That's the money match in the two between the two promotions. The other big news out of AEW is that two weeks ago, the same show that Omega won the title – the icon Sting is back on TNT for the first time in 20 years. I hadn't heard any rumors. I didn't, they kept it very, very quiet. But when the lights went out, I was watching with my dad and my brother. 
they were like, oh, well, what's going on here? And I just went, it's Sting. And then Tony Schiavone said the same thing. Um, Sting at AEW is so cool. It is. I like it a lot. It's, how do you say it? You know, it's different from the WWE bringing back an older guy. But why? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Why is it different? It's not that it's not because AEW is currently better than Raw and SmackDown right now. It just it just feels different for some reason. I, I think that was my biggest problem with it. Where I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool moment. But like everyone going crazy, like this is the coolest thing. If he showed up on Raw, I would be like, this is dumb. He's sixty five years old. What are we doing? So that's like it's that hypocrisy for me that gets me. But I hundred percent agree. Moment. I just kind of wonder like what we're doing here because he is 61. I don't know if he's going to be like, is he going to wrestle or is he going to come back and like do some cool stuff? What's the plan? Well, I think he'll, the way he came out and was like talking to Cody last this past week, it, it looks like him and Cody are going to have some sort of uh, match down the road, but I can't see him doing too much stuff. Probably like promos here and there, maybe a tag match so someone can carry him a little bit. And then when it comes down to it, he'll fight Cody for, just the hell of it at whatever next pay-per-view so i heard it's a multi-year contract and originally it came out not wrestling but then later on it said you know it's open for you know cinematic type matches a few controlled bumps so i don't know if that necessarily means he's gonna get in the ring for a singles match and you know you think about the last time we saw him in the ring is when he had the match against Seth Rollins at night of champions. And he took the freak bump and that bump, he pushed him off the announce table. That's not a regular bump where it's, wow, this guy shouldn't really be in the ring anymore. That could happen to anybody. And he, obviously he was old, but he didn't look horrible in the ring for his age. So if he's going to wrestle and I'd say it, if it was the WWE too, it would just, be handled differently between the two companies if he's gonna wrestle there's money to be made in sting i think there will be forever and what makes it interesting is the history with tnt with tony Schiavone, with the Rhodes family and it's you know cody says it all the time sting was his favorite wrestler growing up other than his father and the fact that cody tried to almost you saw it on TV, book his way into a Sting match, and Sting was kind of just like, well, dude, like, you know, I don't remember the exact line, but he kind of humbled Cody and was like, I'm not here for you. Yeah. It's very fun, especially the fact that Cody has a million storylines going on at one time. Yeah. Um, the obvious choice looks to be that it could be Sting and Darby Allen doing something. Uh, whatever it is, I'm on board. I'm on board for Sting, and I always will be. That would the same brought, the same way I will always be on board for the Undertaker. You just brought up my like the point I just wanted to make. I would love to see like not even maybe like a storyline between them, but more of like like the Sting is like uh, Darby Allen's manager in sort of a way, kind of like more of like like yeah, he'll fight like unlike an Arn Anderson or uh, a Taz, like they won't actually get in the ring and wrestle. Like Sting can still do it, so like you know, kind of like half and half. You got if you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the, be, they'll they'll make spots for him, but it's not going to be Sting versus sure. But I would love, yeah, I love the presentation was really cool with the snow when you came out, like the darkness. I thought it looked really good. Well, they're doing like this whole like winter is coming, you know. Well, that was the show. 
that's what they build that show as, and then they they tied it in. Um, he he doesn't look bad. Um, good, rock solid. You know. He could look worse for what is he sixty one? I think. I mean, I think the face paint definitely helps. I, I agree. <laughs> Not to lie, his shirt looked really cool, and I put it on my Christmas list. I want it. The shirt sold out. I think they said it was like the highest selling pro wrestling tees shirt of all time after like 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool shirt. I want yeah, I, I thought it was cool too. Once he came out, that's it. That is the first thing I thought of was, Ooh, maybe I should go get that shirt. That's- um, that's- as for the rest of AEW, um, the, the inner circle is crumbling, but they stayed together last week at some point. I probably Sammy Guevara is going to get kicked out, which I love Sammy. He's one of my favorite guys on the, in the roster. For him to do something else would be cool. Um, otherwise, I think that's pretty much it. What we uh, what we need to touch on with AEW. Obviously, it's Wednesday afternoon here, about five o'clock. I guess that's evening. Whatever. Um, there's dynamites tonight. NXT is tonight. Let's move it on to the WWE. TLC is this weekend. I couldn't be less enthused. Oh my god, it's it's just bad. There's, there's one match, one storyline. The rest is pretty bad. And for you, that's what? That's Roman and Kevin Owens. Sure, absolutely. I mean, and even the rest is... and I'm almost. Let's start with Roman. Roman Reigns <laughs> has has been doing an incredible. In that, Clem, you all right? No, I was like, you just sounded so disappointed. Like, let's start with Roman. Like... Well, no, I. <laughs> For a while, Roman to me has been all right. Well, you know, Roman's doing great, a great job on SmackDown as yeah. the heel. However low the shows have been getting, Roman is there to pick it up. He's doing great work. I'm sick of. I don't want to say sick. I'm getting sick of the putting food on my table. Yeah. Tribal Chief and all the brand. I love it. I mean, it's when the he comes best thing out, in the world. I I thought it was great, but there's there's legs to it, and we've been stuck at the same. Jay, are you gonna let them disrespect you like that? If they disrespect you, they're disrespecting me because they don't fear our family. We've been stuck at the same promo for six right. weeks. To be fair, we're. This is always happens around this time. We're in the limbo period before the rumble where they don't want to progress with storylines. So they kind of just have to keep it going and like monotony and nothing really happening. But that doesn't, I agree with you, but that doesn't excuse it. But it's every storyline. Historically, right what they do. Maybe a good, compelling storyline right now. Like when Roman returned, it was a nice increase of like, yo, this guy, I'm like, I'm behind this guy being a badass. He was awesome. And then he slowly plateaued slowly been- well don't get don't get me wrong i'm not upset with the way the character is going i still think he's great he's doing good work in the ring as well just this give me something more right now it's it's my family the tribal ch- and then when he comes out and michael cole that you know forever you'll talk about oh the big dog but now he's the big dog the head of the table the tribal chief the universal <laughs> champion Give me a break. Who was it? I think it was, was it, it might have been Roman that they were doing this where they announced all these things for him. I'm like, they're doing the same shit that they do, they do for Kenny Omega on AEW. I was well, like, that, that's, it's different. The, the Kenny thing, they do it on purpose 
to give him heat. Oh yeah, I get that. You know but, what I mean? But I, I, like I heard it on SmackDown or Raw. It, 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 it was Roman they did this for, right? I'm not crazy. A, a, who else would it have been? Because he's got a million nicknames. Yeah, yeah, Big guy. Yeah, they did it for him, and I was just like, it feels like they're just doing the same thing that Kenny that they were doing for Kenny. Like, I, it's different. Um, that's just how the commentary works. Um, I actually didn't even think of that. But as for Kevin Owens, I he's he's where he belongs. He's in the main event scene. Yep. Unfortunately, it's the December-ish pay-per-view that usually is the bridge to WrestleMania season. I hope he doesn't get pushed back down the cars. I mean, hopefully, like, he could put out a good showing and this leads to him potentially winning the Rumble, hopefully. Like, I just don't – I mean, I don't know. I can see it. I can't see it being a one-off. You know, this, like Clem said, either it, like, propels him to the Rumble or they just continue this and they fight again at the Rumble. Well, the, the reason I could see it being a one-off is because just based on what the show is, they're having a TLC match. I, yeah, but, like, how Kevin Owens is coming out there and, like, these compelling promos and, like, he's making – we know Roman's going to win, but he's making you think he could win type of thing. Like, how, how convincing he is. I feel like if it was a one-off, you don't do it with Kevin Owens. You do it with – like, I don't know. I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but you don't – maybe a Corbin, you know what I mean? Like, you don't – Someone of that stature, like uh, I don't even know who else is on SmackDown. Like an Otis, like, like a, a Baron Corp. Well, no, that isn't a one-off. That goes forever. Um, but I get, but I get what you're saying. That Kevin Owens is whether he's in the main event or not. He's a main eventer. He's a top guy in the company, and that's how he should be portrayed. Um, on the rest of SmackDown, uh, Sami Zayn still killing it. As the Intercontinental Champion, every week when he wins by countout, it's the highlight of my Friday night, Smack, or my the highlight of my SmackDown viewing. It's the best thing going. I'm torn between it because it's like, yeah, this brings an immense amount of heat to Sammy, and I love that. But it's also like, I also want to see him wrestle. I don't want to see him win by countout. It's and that's why it's successful. But. But Matt, I'll play devil's advocate. I'm getting sick of him running around in circles. Like, do something different. Sure. Um, I don't. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think though, for him, it's building it up, building it up, building it up. Finally, he gets in the ring with Biggie or Daniel Bryan and has to defend the title. It's not going to end like that, and you're finally going to see something different. You know what I mean? As long as they have a, uh, a finish to it, which they probably don't, but as long as they have some type of progression for the story. Yeah, I can't promise you that. <laughs> um, Sasha Banks and Carmella wrestled the other night. Are they set to have a rematch at TLC? Do we know that? Yeah. They are. Okay. Um, it, ended like, it ended like weird. They're having another match at TLC. So why did they have the match on SmackDown at all instead of just waiting another week to the pay-per-view? Oh man, WWE is weird. It makes no sense. Well, didn't it end with Carmella like getting disqualified or something? Like, yeah, it, it, no, it ended weird. But if they were gonna end it like that, why wouldn't they just and postpone it for seven, eight days? Probably for viewership. Probably advertising the main event being for the title. I guess so, but that's there's no point. Yeah, I mean, does, I mean, at this point, are we ex- are, are we expecting anything less from the WWE? <laughs> 
This is very, very anti Raw and SmackDown today. Um, you know what's going on on SmackDown that I really like and I yeah. think has a lot of legs? Nothing. And it's and it's going back on something I had been saying the past couple of months, I'll say. The Chad Gable and Otis story. Get out of here. You're nuts. Remember? I had a Klim. Can you say that again? I didn't hear you. You're nuts. I'm nuts? Whatever you're about to say about the storyline is absolutely good. Like, I, I love your takes, but this Chad, this Chad Gable and Otis storyline is absolutely dog shit because you just took Otis out of a tag team to put him in another tag team. Well, that's not new. They did the same thing with the uh, both of the Iconics. Uh, that too. Oh, my God. It, I don't disagree with that take. Oh, Tucker hasn't been on television since the Raw after he turned on <laughs> Otis, and it was in the 24-7 Jamboree. Mandy hey, Rose. Hey. Mandy Rose isn't. He dropped out to Ricochet. He did. He, you're right. It was two weeks. <laughs> the week, the week after was the 24 seven, and then he hasn't been on TV. Mandy Rose has no character, and Otis. So you had the three of them who were doing good work together. Then you have two of them doing nothing, and then Otis, who I had been told, I told you I was so out on. It's not worth it. He's not that good. He's just funny looking, but you put him with Chad Gable, who admittedly I, I love. I think he's one of the most underutilized guys in the company and they, they are real life friends. They were on the, I want to say Olympic trials teams together. Like when Gable went to the Olympics, Otis didn't make it to the Olympics, but they were on the same team for a while. Um, it has it has legs, is what I said at the top. The you know Gable trying to build him up. What is um the Alpha Gym or the Alpha whatever it is playing on the American Alpha is super fun. Um, if they let it breathe instead of doing it for two weeks and then Gable turns on Otis, I think it could be fun. But you know we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I want it to be good because I agree with you that Chad Gable is probably one of the most underutilized wrestlers in WWE. But it's just like, it just doesn't make, to me, it's like you took Otis out of a nice tag team that we all liked, had a nice storyline going from him and everything. You took him out of that, all right, fine. Then make him a singles wrestler. Don't throw him right back into a tag, tag team. Well, they tried, and he was clearly not ready. So then they gave him the freaking briefcase. But they should have taken they should have taken him off TV or something for a while. Let, let us forget about Otis at least. But no, they threw him right back. And I like Chad Gable. I have nothing against Chad Gable. But you're you're going to put Chad, you're forcing him to be with Chad Gable, and it doesn't just doesn't make any sense to me. But I I, I kind of want to see where it's going. But I'm like I'm so out of it already. Mark, how do you feel? I have to see more of it to really give my take. I haven't really watched a lot of their like backstage stuff. Um, I think ultimately it kind of feels like Gable is like pulling the strings, right? It, like it feels like he might yeah. have like an ulterior motive, like might be like kind of pushing him a certain direction. So maybe it turns out to be good. The probably the last note on SmackDown off the top of my head, and if there is something else, let me know, is uh, this Bianca Belair Bailey picture we got going on. It's clear that Bianca Belair is going to be the next star in yeah. the women's division on either show. And that's the, that's the right choice. She's so freaking good. 
she had a really good showing at Survivor Series. I'm excited for Bianca Belair. She's one of those not even handful of people who you could say, yeah, that's my pick for the Rumble. Yeah. Um, it'll it'll be exciting to see what she does. Wait, so you're, you're telling me you're not like really pumped up about uh, our boy, the Street Profits and Dolphin Rude? No. <laughs> no. No, yeah. I'm not. I, I, I totally forgot that Rude was even on the roster until that he, they put him back with Dolphin. I was like, this is so bad. That's the vintage one-off December pay-per-view match. Dolph Ziggler's always in it. But this will go on until WrestleMania. Yep. And this because is what happens. What and else? Like, okay, and this is what happens no, when you can't build it. Fucking terrible, man. Clem, like you I had didn't tag team. I was just <laughs> saying, this is what happens. It's, I feel like I, I stress this every time we do the show that the WWE tag division is the worst freaking thing in the entire world. You had a credible tag team in heavy machinery. Oh, you know what? Let's split them up because I said so. Make no damn sense. And now let's force Shinsuke and Cesaro to be a tag team. And let's force Otis and Chad to be a tag team. And Bobby Roode, we, oh, you had a mustache. Robert Roode, excuse me. He was Robert Roode at one point, the mega porn star looking guy. It, like, it doesn't make any damn sense how they just like, run this tag division. It's like they let five-year-olds do this shit. I mean, come on. God. Well, this I don't want to say that it doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense that it's not a – the tag team division just isn't a care. priority. They don't care. That's Which state? Prop. Care about it's the worse team. for the – it's worse for the girls, but the tag teams are always just for the prop, honestly, yeah. for the last – Decade, maybe. It's like you have these credible tag teams that we like, you know, and then it's just like, oh, you know, let's split them up. Let's split up sanity. Let's split up. Uh, let's split up uh, heavy machinery. Let's get rid- like why though? It doesn't make any. I mean, look. you look at the last. You look at the last decade. You only really have the new day and the Usos to show for it. That's what I was about to say. Like, I was say, oh. say, if you look at the last six, seven years, if it's not New Day, Usos, or Sheamus and Cesaro. You got nothing. Oh, yeah. You got nothing. You had when Rollins and Ambrose teamed together a little bit with Sheamus and Cesaro every single week. They had the good matches. Like they were on minutes. TV. Right. The revival never really got a chance. A couple time tag team champion on the main roster. And the Vikings into into scrubs. It, it's they broke up Sanity. You already know how that broke my heart. Uh, heavy it's machine. The two teams. They have, they have two teams to show for it. Heavy machinery, it's... it's Clem, you just keep repeating the same two teams that they broke up. <laughs> I really, they broke up Sanity, and they broke up Heavy Machinery. All these teams like Sanity, and you know, and we know about Heavy Machinery. <laughs> <laughs> Any others? Any other teams that they broke up? Um, uh, They broke up way back when, American Alpha, before oh. Jason Jordan got hurt. Oh, yeah, before Jason Jordan got hurt, yeah. That's, that's, that. that's one. We're branching out a little bit. I, I agree with your take that they all do break up the tag teams, but give me a little more, Clem. Back yourself up. Viking Raiders, they were terrible. They No, one of them is hurt, and they're very much not terrible. Even when they, were, they weren't hurt, like they were doing. Remember that 10-episode thing with them and the, the, uh, the uh, Street Profits? I got to – At least that was – I got to admit – 
that made for some good television. That was awful, Matt. Come on. I, I didn't like that, but at least it was the Street Profits. At least it was the ta- like the tag titles. Like it, it was like gave them something to know. do. Uh, if it, if it was that. Or have them off TV. I was like, okay, I could watch this for 15 minutes a week. Um, yeah. No, but one, the Ivar is hurt, so yeah. that's why they haven't been wrestling. That the um, and that's the and that's the Jey Uso syndrome before this Roman thing. That oh, your tag team partner's hurt for, and he's going to be off TV for six months. Well, you're going to be off TV for six months. Well, it's not even that. I think they're going to be off. Yeah, but AOP too. Oh yeah, AOP. What happened to them? They no, I'm saying one, one, one would always get hurt. One would always get hurt. Right. The other one had to be off TV. AOP, AOP yeah. got cut. I think a little bit after they cleaned house in April. It was a couple weeks after that big day where they cut everybody. Oh shit! Wow. But they just they got hurt every time. Like they never. Every but, time. Okay, well, I think well now that we're talking about the Viking Raiders, I, who who's the one married to Sarah, like Sarah Logan, the uh, one who is God. not hurt, Eric, the heavy one, the heavier one. No, the heavier one. Oh, you're right, Ivar, who is hurt, is yeah. the one who's married to Sarah Logan, who's expecting a child. I was gonna say, yeah, she's very pregnant. At this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the injury probably, uh, I mean, probably would have been off TV anyway. Um. Yeah, it is Ivar, the one who is hurt. Eric is now a staple in the twenty-four-seven Michigas. So, congrats. Um, let's move to Raw. Yeah. McIntyre and AJ Styles. On paper, is very cool. The match is this also a TLC match? Yes. The match would be good. The Miz and Morrison. I'd like, I really do, but other than, oh, look, Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles, other than the basis of those two guys in the ring together, I'm not drawn to the story. I'm begging them to just give AJ the title, just pull the trigger. I have nothing against Drew. I think he's done, like, great things over the last eight months with the title, but it's running its course for me a little bit. Like, you can only make him, like, the badass underdog for so long until – like he doesn't need the belt. You can have him go feud with Sheamus or Keith Lee, and it's going to be really interesting. And I'll be, I'll be intrigued. Like you gotta, we need something fresh. We need something different. AJ can do really great things with it. Even I don't really want to see Miz win right now, but even Miz, like just do something different. I hope AJ wins and then beats the Miz in the same night. That'd be great. That'd be and then the briefcase is gone, and it's just AJ is running the Raw division. That'd be like perfect, actually. That's great. No. As much as I don't want the Miz to have the title, I would, I, I want, he needs to get the title because then it's different. It's different. Different. Plus, you can't have the Money in the Bank winner, well, the Money in the Bank holder, lose again for like the fourth time in the last five years because then, it, because then the Money in the Bank just becomes not credible at all. And look, this has nothing to do with, oh, Drew McIntyre is boring and he's not good. No, Drew McIntyre is great. He was the number one. He is the number one guy in the company. Without him, they would have had a very, very hard time putting together shows this year. He proved that he can be a number one guy. That being said, in you know, taking away an, a month-long Randy Orton title reign, he's been champion for nine months, right. eight months, whatever it is. 
he does with or without the title he's going to be the same character with the same spots on television yep he's not going away we're not asking for him to go away but drop the title yeah if it's going to be to aj that's the move i don't think that happens unless they're say going to set up McIntyre. i think they might set up mcintyre to win the rumble and fight fight roman oh i don't like that either i'd I mean, I'm here for that. I'm not. I, I I'm not in on Drew winning it two times in a row, the Rumble. I mean, I, I, I that that's the only thing really. I, I mean, yeah, Roman and Drew would be amazing at Mania. Don't get me wrong, but I'm more in the story, kind of storyline that you just make Drew and Sheamus a tag team, and it's like, okay, yeah. What? Not, why? Why? Why was that? Why is that so crazy to think of? Clem, Clem needs new tag team champions. He's dying for a credible tag team division. That is not the way to do real, it. Like a real tag team. That is the way to do it. Because, you know, at least, they, at least they're building the storyline of, hey, they're best friends. They have history together. They're both from Europe. It's like it's, the storyline is there. That's not a bad take, Matt. Don't, don't, get, don't do this. Drew McIntyre is the number one guy in the company. Yeah, I know that. And look at what they did to Kofi last year. They gave him the title run for six months, put him back with the New Day. Uh, and we, we never, we never Clem, Clem, I, you know this. Mark will vouch for me. I am the biggest Kofi Kingston guy in the world. Understand this. Kofi Kingston as world champion is not the same as Drew McIntyre as world champion. Oh. Kofi Kingston is... Unfortunately, we expected that to happen. Maybe we did, I didn't think the downswing would be as quick as it was, but Brock helped that out. It was a Brock match, and he went straight down. I was hoping he'd lose the title, get maybe get a rematch, be in the title picture for another couple months and go down. Whatever. Drew McIntyre is not, oh, he won the Rumble. He got his world title shot. Congrats, kid. Go back down to U.S. title level. Clearly. No. Drew McIntyre is, I again, say it with me, the number one guy in the company. He's number two behind Roman. That's not important. I disagree. I get, <laughs> go, you go. I get what you all are saying, and I agree with you. But I'm talking, not sure if you do, if this, this is what you want. Well, we're talking about the WWE right now. We are talking about the hot garbage that's been put out on our TVs for the past Four four months, I would say. You want to make him a tag team, Clem? Would you be surprised though if they made him a tag team with Shane? Clem, I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. Now remember that whole tag team rant that you went on about five minutes ago that you do go on every single week. Yes. You sit here and tell us about how there's no tag teams and they break up tag teams and they don't care about the tag team division. Then why would they put their number one guy? in the tag team division to make it at least somewhat credible to build it up at least they don't care they don't well, care we just got done talking about how that isn't going to happen because they don't care about the tag team division and you agreed i do but i'm saying if they were to do this maybe they would start to care a little right. bit Clint, in your scenario yes. sheamus and drew are going to fight the new day at wrestlemania for the tag titles that's what drew mcintyre is going to do at wrestlemania where the more likely, like, the, what he should be doing is either fighting Roman or defending his title against, like, AJ, Keith Lee, and, like, Brock Lesnar. But he, he'd be in, like, the 
two, the, like the second hour slot against the New Day. I don't I mean, look, man. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen, but I like you said. I think AJ definitely wins the title at some point, and he'll hold it till Mania. I don't think he does. I hope he. We does. didn't say that. We said we would like him to. We I mean, don't I think, think Drew's gonna win. I want. We AJ. don't think Drew's dropping the title, let alone becoming the number one contender for the tag titles. Now you make me feel James is gonna turn on him. They're gonna be teammates. Are you kidding me? Do you watch the show? No, because it stinks. <laughs> no, I don't. I do. <laughs> but no, that's the vibe I was getting. I was getting that they're gonna make it become a tag team. Drew's gonna drop the title at some point, and then they'll go after Look, if they have some tag team matches, sure, but they're not gonna be a tag team. They're going to have two separate entrances. They're not fighting for the tag titles. No. If, if maybe, the only way I could see this, because now I have to cover all my bases just because we're shitting on him so bad, and I don't need him to being like, I told you! The, only, the farthest I see this going, if, if you say, if what you're saying would happen, the farthest I could see it going is if McIntyre, maybe next month, he's still WWE champion, and him and Sheamus are like, oh, yeah, let's team a little bit. <laughs> and then somehow they get a title shot with the New Day on the, in the main event of a Raw. And it's Kofi and Woods versus Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. And that's when Sheamus turns on Drew McIntyre. That is the farthest a Drew McIntyre-Sheamus tag team would go. I've covered all my bases. I feel good about what we have done. Telling Clem about how just implausible that all sounds for the love of god can we get off of mcintyre now <laughs> yes, we get. all right mark how, how do you how do you feel i feel how, how do you feel about that a lot was said we don't let's we, let's move on who, who so, you agree with me or you agree with clem that's what i need to hear i, I agree with you all right um <laughs> very, very clearly so so randy orton and bray wyatt uh, Randy Orton tried to burn him live on Monday, and Bray Wyatt went into the crate. Crate goes on fire. Bray, uh, the fiend, comes out of the crate, which means I so I did this math. The fiend is impervious to flame. Nice. He cannot be burnt alive. However, he jobbed to Goldberg eleven months ago. Goldberg. Uh-huh greater than hey. arson move yeah. on is that get past I, where where are we going with randy orton and bray wyatt i think this is just a hold off until edge comes back obviously so the, if that's the case where where do you go with bray wyatt what's his next feud Drew. it's got to be Drew. i hope it, not. it might be I feel like that's the only other way they could go. Again, like to even your point, like even if they were like when you were saying about like they don't like Drew really doesn't need the title. The Fiend doesn't need the title. He definitely doesn't need the title. Yeah, he doesn't. He the the Fiend. I like love watching the Fiend every week. I mean, this was a terrible segment, but everything else with Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, the Firefox One House is my favorite thing about WWE right now. I like Bray Wyatt. I, it. Dis- I dislike the Fiend. Is where I'm getting. I like it more when he shows up in the sweater and wrestles like that. And wrestles like Mr. Rogers. Am I wrong for thinking that? No, Serious no. question. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying it's, to be a dick. Like, is that your wrong? opinion. I, I think the Fiend is cool. I think the Fiend definitely obviously took a hit. I think some 
booking decisions along the way have made us question like what they're thinking, but one being Goldberg, two being the Seth Rollins Hell in a Cell match. But I definitely am still very interested in like the Fiend's story. I don't, I don't think it's just Brand. I think it works both being like bouncing off of each other, the two characters. Is it is it oversaturated? Is that my problem? You didn't really see him a ton before recently. We've been seeing him a lot recently. Before that, not really so much. And I think that's what it was. Like, because it would be like, oh, it's the fiend. Like, yeah. Like, but now we're seeing it like more and more often, you know? And it's like, I, I like, it's like, it was like with Finn Balor as the demon, you know? Like, we didn't see it that much, but when he came out, it was, it was amazing. You know, we, yeah. but now it's like we're seeing the fiend a little more often. It's like, uh, maybe uh, maybe I may not like it. Maybe, like you said, it might be a little oversaturated. I just had a point that oh, um, I think my favorite part of Raw, without a doubt, was when our truth was talking to Huskus, yeah. and then Bray Wyatt's like, "Don't talk to strangers." He's like, "No, you're right. You listen to your father." And, and, just, then, and uh, then he ran uh, away. Riddle goes, "What's up, bro?" He's, oh, it's Bray. That was really funny, like, too. I popped. That was, <clears throat> but then the best line, when our truth just says, what a beautiful family. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, the Riddle stuff, I've enjoyed. Um, he's just doing Riddle things. Um, Give him the U.S. title, please. I think that's where they're going to lean towards, Bobby versus Matt Riddle. I'm sorry, Bobby versus Riddle. Um, that's fun. Uh, I'm still enjoying the Hurt business, but now – just showing that, like, maybe Cedric is going to get his ass kicked because he's, like, showing off a little bit too much. I don't think there's any reason for that. Not yet. You know, I mean, if anything, he's in the hurt business because he's going to get the rub from the three older guys. No, I, yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I love – I like what the hurt business is doing still, but – yeah, it's the Cedric Alexander line. I mean, I, I think they – like, there's no need to, like – throw like a mess into the hurt business we actually like the hurt business the hurt business is good there's i no think th- oh i'm sorry Come. i was just i don't think there's any need to like throw a riff in the hurt business right now you know i think that they need to win the tag titles yeah They're, that matches on sunday right you i have the card up in front of me uh yeah, it up right now yes new day versus the hurt business cedric and shelton I have a proposition for you guys. Uh, tell me if I'm crazy, but I think it would be a lot more interesting for Sunday than just Shelton and Cedric Alexander winning. If MVP was like, they showed him backstage talking to Shelton, talking to the team, being like, listen, we got to win tonight. We're putting Lashley in for Shelton. And we're going to go Lashley and Cedric, and then they win the title. I think that'd be a lot better. I, I don't know if I would. I like the idea a lot. Um, if Lashley wasn't U.S. champ, I'd say do it. I agree with you, and but I also agree with even if he was the U.S. Champ, even if as the U.S. champ, I, that would be a. I mean, that's just coaching. That's coaching one on one right there. You put your best players in. That's I think it works from a story perspective because they they lost the New Day now a few times, so I think it's like all right, we got to win tonight. We're putting in Lashley. We're putting in our big guy. Yeah, it makes sense. I get it. I don't think they'll do it, but I get it. Yeah, I don't think they'll do it either. But that is that'd be good booking. I like that a lot. Um. What else is going on on Raw? We, we didn't talk about the number one storyline on Raw. Oh, that's right. Um, and you know what? Let's segue this into the TLC predictions because I'd rather 
get right into that. Um, yeah, so we'll start. We'll start the first match on TLC. The women's tag titles. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defending against originally scheduled to be Asuka and Lana. Then they beat up Lana. What's up, Clem? You're raising your hand. Well, before we get into, like, you know, like, who we think might, you know. Accept- right. I, I figured we'd break it down. Well, before we do that, I was just wondering, you know, what has been the big thing that Nia Jax has been doing to Lana the past, like, 10 episodes of, of Raw? What, what was, like, the big thing they've been she doing? put her through the table. Yeah. The table. So, not a tables match? This a, a, tables, ladders, chairs. The pay-per-view. Why is this not a, a tables match? Lana's not in the match. Even before Lana. Even before Lana was, was that's, still in That's That's a very good point. Um, I have no answer for you. I, does, that, they've been putting her, emphasizing 10 weeks in a row t- through the table. Make this a tables match. So here's the deal. Our big brain over here is... Just... So here's the deal. Um, they're building up Lana, obviously. She pinned Nia Jax twice. Once. She pinned Shayna and then pinned Nia. Um, and then they pull the rug from under her and say no you're not in the match because they had her beaten up so now in theory it's like oh Asuka's got to find a partner here's how this is going to go the choices are what Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke listen 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 there's (laughs) one there's there's one pop scenario here which is Naomi the other is Oh. Naomi is Naomi's the only scenario here where it's like, oh, that's cool. Where so you either have Dana Brooke or Mandy who have been on TV every week, just do nonsensical things with Nia Jax and shit that no one cares about, or you just like, oh, let's just throw Peyton or Nikki or or uh, well, well Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans are a tag team, so that can't happen. I'm just saying, like for fun, like oh, look, it's them. Like so, it's really only. Like, I'm holding out hope for Naomi. That's the only scenario where I get excited. I feel like Clem, you go. Okay, I'm holding out for Charlotte. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say, Mark. And the, the one scenario where this works would be Charlotte. Um, yeah. Or Io Shirai would be even more interesting. Right? Here's how I feel. Um, I don't think they'll do Io Shirai unless she drops the title. Yeah. Here's how I feel. They're building her up so much. They pull the rug from out under. Who's Asuka going to team with? Like I said, the two reasonable choices. Oh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. During TLC, backstage, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are going to beat up both of them. And it's going to be like, Asuka has no partner. Oh, my God. What's going to happen? And then they'll do Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler's entrance hits. They'll be in the ring. And then Asuka hits. And they're like, she's going to go against them two on one. And then Lana's music hits. And they're like, she's not in any shape to compete. And maybe like she limps to the ring or she does something. She's clearly not 100%. And Lana wins the tag team championships. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. Like, I don't want. Why else? Why? Clem, here's, here's my issue with you these days. Bro, I, I tell you these things that they're going to do with Lana that end up being correct. And you're like, that's so stupid. They shouldn't do that. And I'm like, I know. I'm not saying here's what I hope happens. I'm saying this is what they'll do. I know, but it's just like if you say if you say something enough, you believe it, and I just don't want to believe those things you're saying, even though I I agree with you 100. percent It's far enough. She's done more 
more than enough for you to be like, yeah, I guess they're really giving her a big spot. I, I <laughs> like it's happening. Again, I agree with you, but I'm just like I, I in the back of my mind, I'm like, this can't be real. Like I can't be watching this and be like, oh, okay, no, like I, I I'm like this has to be a dream scenario. Like like I just no, but I can tell you, it's nobody's dream scenario. It's just so bad. Like Lana not at 100% is going to pin Nia Jax again. If that means that Nia Jax uh, takes like a huge Oscar knee or something and then gets the pin, whatever. But Lana's pinning Nia Jax. Uh, Lana's number one. And then at some point on the road to WrestleMania, Lana is going to win the championship. The Raw no, championship. No, 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 no. No, totally. No. No shot. I think Listen, I no, think, I'm with you with the tag title. She will not win the real title. No I think there's a better shot of it happening than it not happening. Is no. all. Is That's where you lost me. I'm with you with everything with Lana, where you're saying she's not winning. The but title. how far are they willing to go, Mark? The, the tag titles. That's how far they're willing to go. I hope that's the case. I hope that's as far. But, you know, Jinder Mahal was WWE champion. Lana can't be women's champion. For a specific reason. I need to take steroids. You t- I look. There's got to be a specific enough reason that Lana's been getting all this whole push. Look, I mean, I'm, I agree with you, Matt. But then, like, if you really think about it, it's just like some, it's like a slap in the face to some of the credible, like, women's wrestlers yeah. on, the, on the Royal roster, like Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, Alexa, who, deserve, without a doubt, are way better in the ring, on the mic, than Lana. And then you give the title to Lana. It's just like it's like a slap in the face to those to those to those, some of those these wrestlers. But like I agree with you that I could definitely see her getting the top women's title on the road to WrestleMania. No Not- shot. No shot. I, I, what I, I'm saying is there's a better chance that it happens than it doesn't. There's also what Mark said. Uh, it could also very well be oh she wins the tag titles a couple weeks later they get killed. And then at Mania, Charlotte's going to be back. Shayna's going to go single. Like, there's no right. shot. You know, the, the women's division is going to be very top heavy towards WrestleMania season. Lana can win the Battle Royal. Yeah. With let's Mark- let's move on with TLC. <clears throat> uh, tag team titles Cedric and Shelton Benjamin versus The New Day. I got the Hurt Business. Definitely got the Hurt Business. Yeah, I'll take Cedric and Bobby. Something new, something different. Okay, cool. Um, there's only six matches on this card. Wow. Um, no. Sasha Banks, Carmella, Women's Championship, SmackDown. I have Sasha. Sasha. I, 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 want, I want to say Sasha, but I mean, you built up Carmella these past two months, two, two and a half months. Do you give Carmella the time? It'd be so bad if they Sasha, Sasha needs to carry it to Mania. It'd be so bad if Sasha dropped the belt. Um, they'll have a competitive match. I think it'll be good. Carmella will look great. Uh, Sasha gets the win. She needs a credible victory for the title run. I mean, she had the Bailey one, but that was the week after she won it. So who remembers that? Who do you think is her next opponent after after this? Or do you think they? That you know Bianca wins the rumble and they feud till the till May. I was gonna say, do you think it'll be Bianca or do they wait? I think they might wait. You might wait until Bianca wins the rumble. Or- maybe at maybe at Rumble they'll just do like Sasha and Natalia one off just to save Bianca. All right. Which I don't love, but it's it's an idea. Uh, she is the boat. Uh, Sasha Carmella, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. 
does Randy Orton have any shot at winning this match? Actually, you know what? I don't want to say no because he is Randy Orton. So, and who knows? But Bray Wyatt's got to win. The only wait, is it Bray Wyatt or the Fiend? It's probably the Fiend. Okay. It is the Fiend. Actually, they said it's the Fiend. All right, so yeah, it's the Fiend by a thousand, and I think old- so too. I but think he- I think so too. But I would pop so hard if he just eats an RKO and loses. Stop it. That'd be classic WWE. I'm wondering. I'm wondering how this match goes. Like how much offense to give Randy if he, if Fiend sells. And I'm curious. I think this will go like a solid like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, whoa, absolutely not. I think it's going to be similar to uh, what was it four years ago now, SummerSlam when they did Orton versus Brock. When it was like this match is going to be sick. It's going to be so competitive, and then Randy Orton just got his ass kicked. I think that'll be how it goes. I think you should. We've seen in the last couple of Fiend matches is that, you know, they haven't been like these like 10 second matches where it's like Bray comes, I mean, the Fiend comes out and beats the shit out of him, Sister Abigail or Mandible Claw, whatever, and then they're done. We've seen like him actually like be put in matches, like, like 10, 15, 20 minute matches. It's like, okay, you know, he is kind of vulnerable a little bit, but like at the same time, you got to think in the back of your mind, he can. You know, it, like this match could be five seconds and Bray just dominates the whole time. I would prefer, I think it's Bray Wyatt in eight minutes. All right. I mean, that's fine. I, I'm okay with that. Uh, but- Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, TLC match. My prediction is Drew McIntyre. My hope is AJ and then AJ beats The Miz. That would be a perfect scenario. I'll take Drew as well. I'll take, I'm taking Drew. I'm taking Drew. I want it, but I don't know, man. This one's tough for me. Because... Is there a scenario? Is there a scenario where McIntyre wins and then Miz cashes in on him? What if? Hold up. Here we go. McIntyre wins. Sheamus is like, Sheamus. yeah, dude. Yeah. All right, fella. Brogue kick. Most devastating finisher in the biz. And then Miz comes out. Pin done. Get the title off Drew, and he's got Sheamus to deal with. I I actually like that. I actually like that a lot. I don't like. And the Miz is. It would be the most transitional of transitional champions at this point. I don't think if the Miz wins it, say the Miz wins the title, drop it anytime before the Rumble. He would drop it before Mania. You drop it at the Rumble. I I would prefer John Morrison be the champion, but that's just me. Um. That's my that's my official guess. I like that. I, I'm going to piggyback on that and agree with I would you. love that. Right. That's my official guess. My hope, though, is either actually that or AJ just wins and beats Miz, too. Let's say that does happen. AJ goes into WrestleMania as WWE champion. Who did he defend against? Adam Cole, baby. Oh. That's fun. I, um, Finn Balor, maybe. I was going to say, yeah, that's what I thought, too. Um, I was going to say maybe Keith Lee. I would say maybe Keith Lee. Uh, Enough of Keith Lee. Enough of that. Dude, he's, he's like a – I don't even know what he is. He's a coin flipper. Let's put Keith Lee to rest. Let's, let's get rid of him. Well, I think, um, I think Finn Balor's time on NXT is as cha- – let me rephrase that. As time as NXT champion is done. I do have something I want to uh, talk about about Finn Balor and NXT. Uh, let's do that. Let's finish TLC first, and then I do want to get into that. Um, last match, Roman Kevin Owens. Uh, 
Roman wins. Yeah, Roman yeah. wins. Ro- Roman with the victory. Um, early, but do we still think that The Rock is going to fight Roman at? No, no? You're no. Hot- it doesn't. It doesn't look like it's going to be an arena in an arena with eighty-five thousand fans. And if it, that's not the case, then I think they'll save that match for when they can do it. But I don't think it'll happen this year because it's looking like WrestleMania is probably not going to be anywhere huge. Well, they're doing TLC at Tropicana, so you think? So they're wrestling. yeah, but it's still the Thunderdome. So the award-winning Thunderdome. I don't get why they don't do some fans at least. At least NXT's doing some fans. They got the Thunderdome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Who do we see Roman? Assuming he still has the title, who does he defend against in Mania? Roman. Yeah. Is it? Uh, I think your choices are, if not The Rock, I think your choices are Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, or Drew. Or I would love all three of those. Actually, those are all great. Um, this. Uh, Clem, for our you know listeners, because this is a podcast, Clem. Uh, we're on Facebook Live. We're yeah, I know, on- but in about ten minutes, we're not going to be on Facebook Live anymore, and anybody listening will have been on the podcast. Um, Clem just did the "You Can't See Me." Uh, the same reason The Rock's not going to be at Mania is why John Cena won't be at Mania. If there were fans in a packed house, I wouldn't say no, but there aren't. Cena was at this past WrestleMania with no fans. Granted, it was the Firefly Playhouse match. Yeah, but he had planned on being at it when there were supposed to be fans. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, they were going to, ha- and who knows, they were going to do it. They might have done a legitimate match if it yeah. happened the way it was supposed to. Right. Um, I, I think there's a lot of money in that Daniel Bryan Roman match. I think that's like. I think they're going to really do Daniel. I think. The next couple of weeks, Daniel Bryan's going to drop the, going to win the title from Sami Zayn, the IC title, and then Daniel Bryan puts over Big E at Mania for the IC title. That's a rumor I heard, which I really like. That works. I like that. Um, I guess let's get to NXT before we head out. Um, Finn Bauer's the champion. Still, he looks to be healthy. Tonight is a number one contenders match: Pete Dunne versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um. Before Karrion Cross got hurt, I had thought he'll have a long, long title reign, and then the guy to beat him finally would be Pete Dunne, because Pete Dunne's super cool. Now, though, that Balor's champion, and then it looks like last week they had Karrion Cross and Damian Priest uh, start a little thing, who Damian Priest, again, is absolute money, and... I feel like there's no way. I don't want to say that because they'll find a way. But it, there's a slim chance that they could screw that guy up on Raw. He they, just looks like a rock star, Damian Priest. Um, they will. They will screw. It's not. It's not like you hope they will. Anyway, so now that it looks. It, now that it looks like oh, it's a phone ringing. Um, somebody better pick that up quick. Live TV. He mutes himself. Good. We're live, All right. pal. All right, somebody picked the phone. I didn't even know there was a phone in my room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll do it live. Um, NXT title. So I guess maybe I'll do Finn Balor, Pete Dunn, one off. Maybe they'll run back Finn versus Kyle. 
at some point, Karrion Cross has to get the match. He never lost the title. Um, my hope, not that I dislike Karrion Cross because I like him a lot and I was bummed that the title reign didn't happen. I hope when he eventually wrestles Finn, which I would assume would probably be a, either probably a mania takeover at this point, because it looks like they're not, I mean, who knows what's going to happen in two hours from now, an hour from now, but it looks like they might slow play it to get him back in the title picture. I hope that when carrying cross Finn Balor happens, Balor gives him his first loss as the demon. Oh, I've been dying for the demon. To come I think back. this is that he doesn't need it. He's been, you know, just the Prince. Right. It's the man. He's super cool. This is the match to bring back the demon just for one night. And then when he eventually drops the title to somebody, it doesn't have to be as the demon, but for the demon Finn Balor to beat Karrion Cross is my, is my move at WrestleMania weekend. I like it. That's cool. I mean, I've been dying for the demon to come back. Cause I, cause like when I started watching, you know, Finn Balor and everything like that, I got a little taste of the demon and I'm like, Oh, this is a fucking awesome gimmick. We I need more of this. And I got very little. What do you think is next for Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era? Seems like Tyler O'Reilly's kind really of like going off the because bit, right? I, the obvious thing to say is get called. Say say that again, Clem. I missed it. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I would say that I, the easiest thing to say is because they've done everything on NXT. You know, so the easiest thing to say is get, bring them up to the roster, but you run the risk of, you know, do you keep them together? Do you have Adam Cole go by himself? Do you have Roddy go by himself and have Kyle and Bobby just do the tag team? And, you know, there's a lot. Like, you haven't uh, – I don't really know how to say it. I think that Adam Cole should originally go up by himself because now it looks like Kyle O'Reilly is establishing himself as a main eventer. Roger Stong and Bobby Fish can still, you know, give credibility to the tag division. They could even do North American titles type stuff. Um, and then at some point, whether Adam Cole gets booked really well on the main roster and he's in a title picture, or just if he's finds himself at a disadvantage, you flip the switch, shock the system, and the full Undisputed Era debuts on Raw or SmackDown, wherever it ends up being, I think Adam Cole first, followed by the rest of the group, could be the way to go. I think we mentioned this a few weeks ago. Uh, do you think, like, they could, like, the Undisputed Era could do, like, a, like a Bullet Club kind of thing? Like, you, in the fact that you just mentioned Adam Cole go by, up by himself, maybe they do do that, and then, you know, Finn drops the title, and he becomes the new leader of the, of the Bullet Club of the undisputed era. You think they, they could do something like that or more? Than I don't like think so. I don't think Finn Balor needs that. Finn Balor currently is one of the most fleshed out guys they have in NXT, probably the most fleshed out character. Um, he doesn't need to, because if Adam Cole goes up, you can still do undisputed era stuff in NXT, just Kyle's the leader. And it doesn't need to be, we kicked Adam Cole out. It's Adam Cole went to Raw. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Adam Cole went to SmackDown. He was in the Rumble and he stayed on TV. Right. And Kyle O'Reilly could just be like, or there's no leader. It's just, yeah, you know, we're still the Undisputed Era with or without Adam Cole. And then yeah. at some point they go uh, and uh, team up with him. All right. I don't, yeah, I like that. I, I, I just wanted to get your thought on uh, that. All right. Um, also, I love, I love Candice Lorraine. She's great. Candice is the best, dude. I, I was out on her a year ago when they were giving her title match before before she turned heel, but I'm I'm all, I'm all in. I love the fact what she is, and she definitely needs to take not needs to, but I I, I want her with the title. I I'm waiting for Io Shirai to drop the title already. I'm kind of bored of the title run. It's not that exciting. I felt like they just they gave it. It was it was they took it off Rhea too soon. I think you know. Well, Rhea got in. The whole the whole Rhea Ripley storyline around Mania season is weird because there were a million different ways they ended up changing stuff. She was going to beat Charlotte, then Bianca was going to be in a triple threat instead, and then she ended up dropping it to Charlotte and then went away for a little bit. I don't know. Um, I think that there's there's just so many women. There's there's legitimately eight women who you could say yeah she's gonna beat Io Shirai next week for the title right you know what I mean um Raquel Gonzalez getting the pin in war games is very very cool um if Raquel Gonzalez ends up being the one to unseat uh Io Shirai as champion I'd be on board for that but you also have Dakota Kai Candice LeRae who's now hurt Shotzi Blackheart Tony Storm Ember Moon there's there's a million people very good one i'm definitely forgetting somebody who somebody else ria ria is the other person i'm missing um and whatever martinez is yet to re-debut in nxt since unofficially leaving retribution before they announced she was a part of it her and uh who's uh why can't i think of her name tore acl tegan yeah tegan not her too whenever she comes back i think EO drops the title, goes to the main roster right away. Yeah. And then inevitably inevitably becomes, look, you know how Asuka's crazy? Well, EO Shirai's crazy too, which might be a little bit racist, but that's what they do. Well, what they they were like real life best friends back in Japan, right? Uh, I don't know how true that is, but that's a reasonable thing to say. No, I agree with you. Do you have any credibility to back that up or you just kind of make that up? No, I heard. I no, I heard that from somewhere. Even when uh, Kyrie was here, because I remember that I was like, I, th- I think they said it was it was Oscar and Io who were like real life best friends, but like they put Kyrie and uh, and Oscar together. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I believe it. Um, both Japanese. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Gargano and their their stable, which is effectively called the Way. Um, Gargano's the man. Austin Theory looks jacked. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I know Mark's a big Indy Hartwell guy. She's getting her shot. Indy Hartwell. Uh, <laughs> so happy about it. Yeah, uh, and Leon Ruff looks dope. He looked so good in that triple threat. Yeah, he. I I like him. I I hope they give him a a push. Whether it's in a well, I don't watch two or five, but I hope he gets the push in two or five. He could, he would make it 155. He could make that show too. He's so tiny, but he's good. And I'm glad, I hope that, and you know, this week, the main event, I don't know if it's the main event, it should be, is Gargano and Austin Theory versus 
originally scheduled to be Ruff and Damian Priest, but Damian Priest is out because of the cross attack. So it's Leon Ruff and Kushida, who's super, who's super good. Um, hopefully Leon Ruff doesn't just get pushed back down the card and it becomes a jobber. He's a, le- he's a legitimate guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just about all I have. If you guys have anything. So you you the uh, Gargano stuff. Do you think somewhere down the road we get, because Champa's a face now, you think we you think we get Gargano Champa like seven? <laughs> I don't see any reason why you wouldn't do that. Okay. Um, whenever they do it, it could be like, oh, it hasn't happened in X amount of time, and that's almost like uh, for Triple H and NXT. That's almost like break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> Let's run Gargano versus Champa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's funny. I don't know what's what's next for Tommaso Ciampa, though. Um, it's clear that he's not going to go to the main roster because otherwise he would have already. Um, I don't know. Him and Thatcher had a really fun match at TakeOver. I, I don't know what's next. I, I don't – I mean, if it was different times, you know, if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, could you have seen him go over to UK? Champa? Yeah. Why? Who's, who's there to wrestle Walter? I mean, I personally don't know. I don't watch UK that much. So I, really... I don't watch UK at all, but I did watch the match a couple of weeks ago. Walter versus Ilya Dragunov, who I would assume is eventually going to take the title off him. That was awesome. Um, dude, I don't know. But I don't think it'll be Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> Yeah, it was just an idea. I was just like, yeah. It's like it's not a terrible idea, but I I think the guy who should take the title off Walter is Cesaro. Ooh. That's my pick. Um at some point I'd like to see them do Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar, because they're both the Cruiserweight champion. And okay. they have they don't even do anything on TV. Like on NXT TV, they're not like, oh, here comes Santos Escobar. But remember, Jordan Devlin is also they just like didn't talk about it and they don't at some point you got to think they'll they'll do something but who knows uh yeah like i said i'm good you guys got anything else yeah, all good very very cool we have what two more weeks of television in the year i believe what's today the 16th as we're recording so yeah two weeks from today is the 30th uh we should peg that 30th to do 2020 year in review. Oh yeah. Like our two hour show. Here we go. Um, that could go on for a hundred hours um, or 10 minutes. Who knows? Um, we get Drew back to that one. Yeah. We'll get Drew Cause you know, he watches some wrestling uh, in the meantime, the in-between time, this has been the phenomenal forum for Chris Klim and Mark Sanger. I'm Matt Weinstein. Thanks for tuning in.